Hello and welcome to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today, I have the great pleasure to be joined by Jeremy Martin, CEO of Horizonte Minerals. Good morning, Jeremy. Yeah, good morning, Paul. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Um, exciting times for, uh, for Horizonte. You've just uh, closed uh, or announced an equity financing, um, which, as I understand it, will be the final part of the, the finance package to build out your, uh, your nickel project in Brazil. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as, as we announced um, middle of the week last week, we've just closed out um, a full financing package of 633 million. Um, and that's to build um, Araguaia, which will be a 15,000 tonne a year ferronickel operation in Brazil. So um, major milestone for the company. Well, congratulations there. And uh, I'd like to sort of pick through the, the equity raise, uh, if I may. You've got some pretty big... Uh, Pretty big names, some pretty big hitters in there, um, Orion, La Mancha, and um, some money from Glencore as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, within the 633 million, which is the, the overall project financing package, um, the equity component was around 197 million. And as you say, some uh, key cornerstone um, shareholders participated in, in that raise. So uh, Orion is is one of the larger, if not the largest, mining private equity um, group in the market today. Um, we've been working with Orion for about the last 18 months since the original royalty that we structured with them on, on Araguaia. So they've committed um, $50 million as part of this equity raise with a further $50 million in a, in a convertible, uh, $25 million cost overrun, and also a standalone $25 million royalty financing for um, our second project, Vermelio. So overall, $150 million from Orion. Um, and then we're very pleased to have La Mancha um, as part of that um, equity raise. Um, obviously, a number of your listeners, readers will, will know what La Mancha do. They're typically active in the, um, the precious metal space. Um, they wanted to expand into the EV sort of transition metal um, arena, and, and this is their first um, investment into that space. So they will be investing around $75 million of equity um, plus around $15 million of, of convertible. So um, again, another, another key group to have on board there. And then our existing um, shareholder in the form of Glencore, um, they have participated by their um, existing pro rata um, participation. And we've also been able to structure a long-term offtake with Glencore. So yeah, some, some tier one names as part of the fundraise and uh, obviously um, testament to the quality of the asset um, that we were able to attract those names. Excellent. And um, so with the offtake with Glencore, I mean, I guess that uh, solves one of the, the key issues facing sort of base metals development companies, i.e. selling your product and finding a market for your product. So um, that must be a, a very good thing to have under your belt as well. Yeah, look, we, we will produce a, a high-grade ferronickel product. So, so what that is, it's um, a refined product that grades around sort of 28 to 30% nickel, and the balance is refined iron. And um, that's sold directly to the stainless steel manufacturers. It can also be upgraded to go into the, uh, the EV battery um, chemistry. Um, and as part of our project finance package with the, with the lenders that provided the debt, there was a requirement for a long-term offtake to match the length of the debt, take or pay um, contract. 
And we also wanted to ensure that we got maximum exposure to nickel price. So there's no collars. It's effectively priced off LME, which means that our shareholders get maximum um, uplift to, to nickel price going forward. So, yeah, we were very pleased to uh, be able to expand that relationship with Glencore, not only in the equity space, but also um, into the offtake. Okay, um, you mentioned that ferro-nickel is typically sold into the stainless steel market, but uh, it can also be processed into nickel mat, which is uh, one of the feedstocks for um, producing batteries for the electric vehicle market. Um, is that what uh, Glencore plans to do with it, or is that really sort of uh, no longer your concern of what happens to the product once it's... I think, look, cl cl clearly um, our product has been designed um, to go into the North American and the European stainless steel markets. Um, it can, in fact, be sold anywhere, anywhere that there is obviously a stainless steel producer. So um, that is the target audience. Um, it's low in purity. And another key driver, it's low in CO2. So it will be, it will be a, a product that's in demand. Um, whether that's upgraded downstream, um, that obviously goes beyond the structure that we have with Glencore. Um, our focus at the moment is producing that product at, at nameplate capacity to go into that end market. Uh, we are looking, um, Araguire is, a, is designed as a, a two-stage plant, and we are looking at the second line um, to potentially produce a stream of mat on that so we can directly sell into the battery market as well. But that will be the stage two expansion that we're looking at. Okay, but by low CO2, you mean low CO2 emissions, uh, presumably uh, because of the hydropower you'll be able to tap into in Brazil? Yeah, ab absolutely. Um, we will obviously have a, a state-of-the-art plant, um, unlike a lot of the nickel that comes out of Indonesia and China today, where the primary power source um, or energy source is, is coal or oil. Um, ours will be hydroelectric power, um, which accounts for about 45 to 50% of all of our um, uh, OPEX and, and, and costs. Um, so that means that our CO2 per tonne of product, we should be down in the lower half, the lower quartile, um, and aim to bring that down further as we move into the operational life of, of the plant um, and bring a number of efficiencies and fuel substitution in. So yes, we will be uh, in the lower range globally on CO2 per tonne of nickel. Okay, excellent. So um, you're, you're fully funded now, you're, you're fully permitted. So when will groundbreaking uh, occur? Yeah, so, so absolutely. Um, fully financed. Um, we will be starting construction in, in January. Um, and the aim is, is that we produce first nickel in late 23 into 24. Um, so a lot of activity over the next 24 months. Um, and it's going to be a very exciting time for the business. Okay, thank you. You, you mentioned a, a potential stage two. At what point or, or where do you want to be to be able to, to make that decision, to make that call? Yeah, so look, um, stage one, which is what we're starting construction on now, that's designed, I think, as I said earlier, to produce 15,000 tonnes of nickel a year, which is a, a mid-size operation. If you look at stage one with today's nickel price, which is around $20,000 a tonne, um, that gives a $1.1 billion NPV and payback in two years. And the key driver there is the low C1 cash cost will be sub $6,800 a tonne, which puts you lower quartile. So our plan is, is to ramp up line one. Um, shortly after that, uh, we've modelled it actually in line in, in year three, um, starting construction of line two. Um, which would double capacity. That would take you up to 30,000 tonnes of nickel a year, which would be a, a very large nickel operation. 
Um, and at today's nickel price, that adds about a further 1.7 to $1.8 billion over the 30-year mine life. So there's a big driver to, to scale up. Um, we see that finance through um, cash flow from line one. Um, and obviously that allows us to build out a, a billion dollar business with, with both line one and line two in operation. Okay. Um, with, with this sort of two-year payback, what's the, um, the how, how does that relate or interact with the, the offtake with Glencore? Um, is the offtake for a specific number of time or, or just until you've paid back the debt? No, so the, so the, the offtake is actually a 10-year offtake okay. um, and that matches the, the longest tranche of the, uh, the export, ed- export credit agency tranche on the debt package. Um, so yeah, it's designed to uh, effectively be a long-term offtake, but clearly obviously payback comes in, in well ahead of that. So is that your plan at the moment to sort of pay back the debt as quickly as you're able to? Absolutely, yeah. So if the nickel price keeps on rising, uh, that payback could be very, very quick indeed. It could indeed, and also we've got we've got other um, instruments within the financing package that we would also look to pay down very early after start of uh, commercial production as well. Excellent. Well, it sounds like some exciting times ahead for Horizonte Minerals. So uh, thank you very much for joining us today, Jeremy, and sharing that with us. Thank you very much. And I'm Paul Harris for Mining Stock Daily.